Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Career Club podcast. I hope you all have your mimosas ready. I don't have a champagne flute, so I might as well just use this. I don't know if they drink mimosas in a champagne flute or a wine glass. Anyways, today's episode is going to be a continuation of where we last left off. The last episode where I talked about interviews and the type of questions to expect uh, in an interview, how to answer them, what not to say, how to prepare for an interview. Today's episode is going to be very brief and we're just going to be answering questions around reference checks. So now we're assuming that you've gotten the job and not necessarily gotten the job. We're assuming that you moved on to the next stage in the job application process, which is the reference check. Um, Most companies typically look for professional reference checks. Now, there's also personal reference checks where people use their pastors, people use, um, you could even use your friend, but those are mostly for like college applications and and the likes. For most job applications, you need an actual person that you've worked for or worked with. I'll clarify the difference between worked for and worked with um later in this episode but i feel like it's pretty explanatory now before we dive into the type of references and how to provide reference checks i would like to make a difference between background checks and reference checks background checks are typically always done before you even go in for an interview some companies might do it after but it's typically always done before you go for an interview and that's just basically them doing a background check and verifying your education verifying your degree for if you've said that maybe and it's typically done for the most sensitive positions like if a company was hiring a CFO or um, they were hiring a director those kind of highly sensitive positions, they do background checks for them. Now, that doesn't mean that they don't do background checks for the lower positions, but it's not as common because it's like companies would rather not waste that resources on doing background checks on everybody, especially positions with high turnover, like a customer service in Marks, or if you go to a, cost, a cashier in H&M, you can't tell me that they'll do background checks on them. How many? Like how many cashiers do they want to do background checks for? So that's the difference between a background check is basically them verifying all the things that you've said by calling up your university and saying, hey, this person said they've come, they've gone to this school. Can you verify that this is true? Now that is completely different from a reference check. A reference is somebody that you provide that can vouch for what you've done. So you are the one providing the reference. Now, for a background check, they typically would get your consent and tell you that, okay, we're checking for this. They can't do a background and a reference check without your consent, which brings me to um, reference checks. So the interesting thing about reference checks is that even if you provide references, you know, on people's resumes, some people say references available upon request please remove that from your resume do not do that like we know that we're going to ask you for references i i just i just feel like i don't know what what to use like it works for some people but like there's no need to say that references available just put your resume if they want to ask for your references they would ask now coming to the next thing the next thing i wanted to say is that for your references, some people provide their references on their resume. 
like they put the references on their resume from the beginning. There is no company that can call them without getting your consent. Even if you've put all those people on, by submitting your resume, you're not necessarily giving them the authorization to call those people. They have to confirm with you before they can call anyone. So even if you've put them on your resume, it doesn't matter. And also another thing is, even if they know where you've worked, they can't just call the place that you worked and say, hey, we're calling up on this person to confirm if this person worked there. No, they have to legally get your authorization before they can do that. Now to talk about the professional references, I feel like the highest number that most companies on an average will request for is three references, three professional references at most. Um, that's the highest number of references that they will request. However, some, some, some companies might request for more. So I always say that the minute you start applying for jobs, have it at the back of your mind. Like that these are the people you can always reach out to for references and let them know beforehand like no like give them ample notice like give them enough time to prepare them that oh they're going to be calling you for references um and this is what the, you don't necessarily have to share the company but you can share the industry and say this is the industry that i'm applying for i've applied for this position and this is the industry I'm applying for. Is it okay if I leave your name as a reference? You have to make sure that you're doing that. You, you have to make sure that you confirm and you get that consent and you get the confirmation because what I've seen is some people put people's names as references without even notif notifying them. And then, and then you call and then the person is like, uh, sorry, who gave you my number? So imagine me as a recruiter calling the person and saying, hi, um, Bimbo left you as a reference um, and I just wanted to see if you had a quick minute to chat. And the person's like, how did you get my number? Like that's already a bad impression from the start. So you have to show that you're prepared. Now we'll go back to how to choose references and what to put as a reference. So I would say that except otherwise specified, that it has to be a direct report or your manager you can put your colleagues it doesn't even matter if the person is not in your department as long as you have some kind of work relationship with that person that the department interacts like for me if i was working i'm currently working in hr if i were to get a reference and i didn't want it to be maybe somebody from my department and i know i have a colleague in a different department like payroll Peru and HR typically works hand in hand and we work together or in a department like safety, I can find somebody there that can speak to my work and I know that and I trust the person. So it doesn't have to be your manager if it, in case you don't want, you don't want your manager to know, you don't want to call your manager and they're asking for references from that particular company and you, you didn't have a good relationship with your manager at the time. Maybe it, it wasn't even because of your work. It was probably something completely personal, but you guys just didn't have a good relationship. This is the time for you to call your colleagues that you were friends with, not necessarily friends, that you were cordial with, that's the right word to use, that you were cordial with and say, hey, I have a job, would you mind being my reference? 
it's as simple as that. Like I said earlier, just give them the heads up of what, what kind of job it is. And also, even if it's your manager that you want to ask, it's okay to ask your manager. However, I would like to say that most companies would not ask you to give reference from your current company. Now, what does that mean? Assuming I currently work for, um, let's say I work for KPMG and I'm applying to Deloitte for a job as a financial advisor or something interesting like that. I wish, but um, let's say I applied for a financial advisor role at Deloitte and I'm currently working with KPMG. Now, the recruiter or the hiring manager or whoever it is that is hiring me cannot ask me to provide a reference from KPMG where I'm currently working. Because, and the reason is because whoever is giving that reference from KPMG already has a conflict of interest. Because no matter how objective they want to be, you're leaving their company anyways. Now you might have a good manager that is nice and sweet and is ready to provide you that reference no matter what, but nobody will want to hear that an employee is leaving and they're willing and able and they're like, oh yeah, I will provide you, I'll vouch for you so you can leave. And also you might not even be, I might not be ready to let KPMG know, my team at KPMG know that I'm leaving. So now I'm being forced to, prov to let them know ahead of time when I don't even know if I'm getting the job, please and please. If any company is asking you to provide reference from your current company, you can politely decline. So for, for instance, I've said things like, when references were asked, I've said it upfront and I was like, I might not be able to provide reference from my current company due to conflict of interest and I'm not ready to let them know that I'm leaving yet um, until I actually get an offer. There's nothing against that. Be, don't be scared to speak up. It's either you get the job or you don't. The only time that you might be super scared to speak up is if you're so, like if this job is like your last option and you really need the job or you really need the money. But even at that time, you literally don't have to. So now what's the format for when you've decided you've narrowed down those three people, you've emailed them, you've called them, you've sent text messages, they've confirmed with you that they're going to provide references for you. What's the next step typically? Now, the next step is providing those references to your employ employer. And basically, you can put it in a format, the person's first and last name, the person's job title, the person's company, the company that you worked with the person at, the company address, if, if it's requested, most times they would only request the email and the contact number. The company address, if requested, if not, you can skip that and then you put the email address. If the person wants you or is willing for you to provide their company address, email address, then provide it. So the sticking with, let's say I used to work at KPMG again. I don't know why I keep mentioning KPMG, but let's say I used to work at KPMG again, I would say delacbo.laoye at kpmg.com is my references email. But you also have to confirm with the person because some people don't like just anybody having their work email. Some people would rather prefer you providing their personal email. 
So anyways, if you put the email, then you put the person's contact number below. And then you say, Dolakolaoye was my human resources director while I worked for KPMG. That's it. And if the person is your co-worker, say, Shegun was my co-worker at so, 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 and, and so company. And that is it. And it's actually pretty simple. All you just have to do is wait and let them reach out to your references. And then your references will get back to you and say, hey, I've provided this person with this reference. And that's it. And then the company would make the decision if they're going forward with your application or not. Now, a reference check does not guarantee an offer. However, most reference checks are done if a company is ready to extend an offer. I'll say that again. A reference check does not guarantee an offer. However, most reference checks are done if a company is ready to extend an offer. So because a company is doing a reference check does not necessarily mean for sure, guaranteed, 500% you're going to get the job, but it means that you are definitely in the lead or part of the people that are in the lead for the job. Most, it's, it's, what I, I don't know what word to use, but most companies know the implication of doing a reference check. So they will necessarily not call you if they're not ready to extend an offer to you. At the same time, you cannot definitely be guaranteed until you, even a verbal offer can be taken back. You cannot be too sure until you get an offer, a paper offer right in front of you saying, hi, welcome, we're giving you the job, thank you. And this is how much we're paying you and you sign and you send it back. That is when you, like, you've been legally offered the job. It's, it is super simple with references. However, if you don't plan your references well and call the people that you know that can vouch for you, it can make or break you. You have to make sure that you're only reaching out to people that can definitely vouch for you, that can speak to your job and speak to the, the kind of person that you are because companies are looking for soft and hard skills and if they can speak to your soft skills, that would be good. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. This is the second episode in our recruitment series. And this episode, we talked about reference checks. There's a lot more coming in the works with the podcast. And I hope that you all stick around and um, are here with me while everything unfolds. Thank you so much again for listening. Have a great week. For those of you in Canada, I hope you had a great long weekend this past weekend. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.